Hey, this is Akuya Jamfi, and you're listening to TBB Talks, a podcast where we from the British Blacklist bring you our conversations with creative black folk from the UK and across the globe. We'll be talking to up and comings, headline popping, and the legends from screen, stage, music, and literature. Basically, if they're creative, we'll be talking to them. And we hope to shed some insight into their lives, the work that they choose, who their inspirations are, how they stay motivated, and more importantly, how they keep sane being black in the arts and entertainment world. How are you doing, Kripa? I'm good. I'm good. Well, I'm trying to stay sane in this kind of weird, crazy, yeah. weird, crazy, you know, period that we're in. It's just, it's mental, isn't it? It's absolutely surreal. Like every so often, I forget because, you know, there's times when I am working from home. So mm. and the work that I do is quite, in, quite solo in, you know, when I'm preparing articles and stuff like that. So mm. sometimes I'm like, okay, this is just another day. Then I click and like, oh, I can't just run to the shop. Yeah, and the reason is because there's this deadly virus that's trying to kill us. And <laughs> <laughs> I know when you really break it down, you're like, oh, okay, maybe it's okay to stay in, stay in the house. Yeah, yeah. So, how much has it impacted you from a career perspective? Well, I mean, I guess the thing about being self-employed and being an actor is that the sort of when you're not working, it, this is the sort of rhythm of just you know, apart from the restrictions of being able to like go out and see friends, obviously. But just not doing anything in the day to day is not dissimilar to being, you know, unemployed. But I mean, I, I wasn't on a project before uh, lockdown. I didn't have anything coming up. I was on, I was sort of in inverted commas resting because I worked so much last year and I was like, I just need some time because I'm going to start um, drawing blanks and running on empties. And it's just, you know, it's just sort of, sort of just not worth it. <laughs> So I wasn't, it hasn't massively affected my, my work because I didn't, I wasn't working. And I suppose that's in hindsight, we're trying to take the positive out of the madness, like yeah. where I'm using this time to really sort the business out. Um, yeah. I suppose as an actor or a creative, there's that pressure to always be doing, especially when we are dependent on um, finances that aren't, you know, they're not regular. So when it comes yeah. in, you're like, ah, let's yeah. make sure we've got it. So I suppose, there's a, I suppose it's pressure off because I suppose there's nothing you can do. So you can't be like, you know, when people always ask, oh, what have you got going on? I don't have any projects. Yeah. This gives a bit of freedom, right? Yeah, exactly. And that, <laughs> exactly that kind of pressures off and you can just go, do you know what, actually, I'm just waking up. I'm lying on my sofa. I'm walking to the kettle to make a cup of tea. I'm going back to my sofa. I'm watching TV. I'm doing nothing. And yeah. it's cool. You know, apart from obviously outside it's you know the hospitals and all that kind of stuff and trying yeah. to sort of, but staying in and helping to flatten the curve has really been my priority I mean I'm barely taking advantage of my one hour outside I mean do you know what to be honest are you, are you taking advantage are you, are you going outside no and it's a bit it's a bit like I was just saying um to MK I this today's my first day of doing an actual workout a friend of mine started um you know, capitalizing on her ability to teach people how to get fit. So I've mm -hmm. joined up to her classes and today's my first time of doing like a workout this every day at 12. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the only thing I was kind of feeling guilty for because I wasn't doing, I, I just got into doing the gym. So now I'm getting into it. And I haven't, I, because the workload has been so much, which is a good thing that yeah. on the end of the day, that's it. I'm actually yeah. happy to chill out and yeah. get involved in um, some of the social media activities. What's been, have you been distracted by any of the live, the battles, or what's your what's been your pastime actually? Well, my most recent pastime is watching hashtag Black AF. Oh, hey, you know, how do you feel about it? First, first, obsessed with him. He's so okay. funny. Okay. 
I started watching it and I was like, hmm, because I love Blackish. So I was a bit like, hmm, this is basically just Blackish. Mm -hmm. And then as we went along, I was like, oh no, this is really, really funny. But my sister's just started watching it and she's like, oh my God, this is so great. And another one of my girlfriends has started watching it. My, my overall, I guess, review and thoughts is that it is really good. Okay, Do so you like it? No, not, I'm, not as, I'm not as enamored by it because um, I'm, I, I'm a critique. And I'm yeah. a black critic with, uh, with, with all, the, all the burdens of being a black critic that comes yeah. with it. So yeah. I'm looking at it through a, a lens that I have seen blackish, grownish, mixedish. So yeah. seeing this again, I'm kind of like, ah, could have been a bit different. Because so I haven't seen grownish or mixedish, is it basically the same kind of? Pretty much the same premise. Grownish mm. is a bit of an anomaly because it, is, Zoe, it revolves around Zoe at uni, mm. um, or college as they call it. And so mm -hmm. it's a bit more removed in its teenage life. And it's, it's, I really love it actually. Um, mm. From different worlds all those years ago to grownish, I kind of like that mm. for us, mm -hmm. young, um, um, black teens and stuff like that. So it's a bit mm. different, but it is a little bit formulaic. So I wanted more. I feel like maybe season two will be a fully rounded thing if he takes on board not too much criticism because you've got to be true to your own idea. Not, however, I just think there's some rough edges that I would like smoothed out. And I am concerned with his um casting from a certain color spectrum that way rather than that way and i feel like insecure gets the color shading mix quite yes. nicely for both yes. men and women you have all shades and it's very representative of black culture and yes kenya barris has argued that you know it is what it is this is my black existence which is fine but it mm. just seems a little bit problematic that across four shows there's a there's a there's a wall of the line of shade and then I, yeah, I mean, I did, yeah, yeah. But it's not to take away from the fact it's groundbreaking. I mean, would, you, would, this, is, would this be a project you would love to be in? <laughs> um, Could you well, see in something like that? I don't, that's a really good question. It would, well, I guess the only people now, the, the parts I'm thinking now, because it would be Bo or yeah. Joya. Yeah. So, so pop, 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 possi possibly, because it's all it's got to be about the the part. But I possibly, possibly. Because then, then bringing that to Max, you've got a you, your mm. character is in a world that she's not used to, and mm. she's acting. So yeah. I could I could see you in some like a mockumentary because I feel like you're you are being challenged to laugh at yourself in this environment yeah. they're not used to yeah. your character. Yeah. And actually. Yeah. Speaking of Max, can you expand on that? Like, how, how did that come about? And tell us a little bit about your character. Oti, so I'd met Oti socially, I think, a couple of times. Okay. And then I just got a, I just got a call from my agent saying, so Oti's written the show and he wants to see you for, for Tamsin. And so I had to go and do chemistry tests and then got the job. And then we did sort of various workshops and rehearsals and things. And I'd, I'd only done one comedy and it was Sick Note for Sky. And I was yeah. sort of a straight man. If you know. And so I was very aware of that. Because I, I did a workshop once and it was a comedy workshop, I think. And the guy was like, everybody's got a clown. And you sort of, well, you can, everybody's got a clown. And it's, everybody's clown is different. And he was like, your yeah. clown is, is sort of, you know, straightish and high status. Mm. Which is basically... Tamsin. So 
getting it, doing the workshops, doing the rehearsals, and then shooting it was so brilliant because by the time we got to rehearsals, everything was second nature for everybody. Yeah. And so it made the shooting process re really um, seamless and, and fun because we could chuck around the script and then, you know, improvise. And every take's got like 10 alts because we would just chuck stuff in. And that's what I really enjoyed. And I guess that's the difference between drama and comedy in my experience is that with something like that, like Max, when you really hone it and you really kind of, work it but not overwork it so it's not fresh sure. you can then you then have the ability to kind of chuck it around and find the best lines and I think I mean I've I've seen episodes one and two at the screening and then uh, Nick the director I don't like watching myself but Nick the director was like you've got to watch episode three uh, episode four and six I watched those two and I thought it was great because going from rehearsal and then of course we do our bits and then of course the editor and the team do their bits and then it ends up in the final because it's all you know from script to TV it's totally different mm. so I was just I just thought it was great I thought it was and I thought OT had done a brilliant job and he's very very funny he's very yeah. funny I mean I, I was at the preview screening which was yeah. fantastic and I thoroughly enjoyed it because I think we have that kind of is it going to be good are they going to let us be how we need to be especially when yeah. we're perspective of our projects and I, I was going to say do you not like watching yourself because you're, you're very funny it's great that you're playing straight against and it's that yes. expectation, you know, a black woman should know what, you know, you should be down, but actually yes, yes, challenging yes. terms of <laughs> abilities. And it's, you play it so well, so it was, it's Thank really you. fun to watch. But Thank obviously you. we've had to, it's been pulled to come back again, which I think yeah. I understand why. How does, how does it feel being in it and having this decision made? I just sort of want the best, the best outcome for the show. And I, yeah. and I trust Channel 4. And I think if they feel that now is not the time for it to be out there, then... I, I'm just 100% go with it and be like, yeah, they know what they're doing. And I think yeah. they're to, to delay it because viewing figures and patterns are probably all over the place because of, you know, the, the virus. So if they can then relaunch it later in the year, great, all for it. Yeah, it's not a fair time to do stuff that you don't know the audience just yet. We kind of know, I know I'm excited to watch it, but however, in this space where everyone is just distracted and confused, it's not a fair start. So I get it. However, Gang yes. of London, is yeah. completely yeah. I don't I actually don't know anything about your character so please tell mm. me about your character in Gangs of London and how the hell this project came to you so I play a character called Shannon Dumani so the show is sort of the, the sort of the beating heart of the show are, are two families the Wallaces and the Dumanis and we're kind of intertwined and very powerful within the, the crime scene in London and um I play Lucy Smarty's daughter who he's sort of patriarch of our side um and i'm sort of quintessential gang leader's daughter sort of you know protective and fiery but also in a sort of gilded cage her dad kind of protects her from the kind of real dark dealings of the business kind of daddy's princess vibes sure. um and then she gets involved with I don't know, it's difficult because I don't, never know how much to say because it, there have got twists and turns in the show. So I'm trying to protect the kind of, she gets involved with one of the guys and, and then towards the end of the season, you get to see Shannon kind of come into her own, which is, re which is really exciting. And I, I thank the writers for kind of giving Shannon um, some kind of, you know, spunk, if you like. I mean, I'm excited because I seeing the trailer, I was like, okay, this is a project I can get behind. Because again, the burden of being black and then the burden of all these kind of bad gang narratives and actually separating the fact that yes, disproportionately we're affected by this culture, subculture in the real world. Yeah. 
in contrast to the fact that gangster films, everybody loves a good gangster film and gangster show. Yeah. So where's yeah. the balance? Um, yeah. What did you have any reservations at first hearing about? Oh, it's a gang thing, or was it like sign me up? I'm I'm already sold. Does it matter? Did it matter? Well, I guess yes, because I feel like you said that there's a sort of ability we have to make sure that we're I only really like telling positive stories sure. I don't like telling stories that I feel meaning and especially to black women I just am very kind of hot on that because I feel like why should I misrepresent myself and you and every other black woman out there it's just it's <laughs> not my thing um so when so reading it I kind of went into it going okay I'm going to be completely just I'm not going to judge it. I'm going to be completely objective. I'm just, I'm just going to read it and see, see what it's like. Yeah. And I was blown away by the um, ambition on the page and how brilliant the characters were and how good the story was, how fast it was. Yeah. It's so visceral. And Gareth and Matt have done such a good... I mean, that first episode, because I think I got sent the first three episodes, but the first episode just gets you. Have you seen the first episode? I haven't seen the first episode. I'm a bit behind and trying to catch up. I actually would like to watch it with the masses because, um, yeah. 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 No, but going back to your question in terms of, yes, I didn't want to judge it. So I just read it and I just thought, okay, these are just people. It felt rich. And also yeah. I felt like they'd done such a good, um, it really honoured London. It was very representative. It was very diverse. It was very international, which of course is the city that we live in, which is amazing that we have all of those we have so many different people um living in one in, in one city and lots of you know nationalities and stuff so it just felt like as much as it was a sort of you know black gangs but it, it felt very inclusive yeah so it wasn't just us it was it was inclusive and I think that was what really you know sold it yeah 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 I think that's the thing it seems again based on the trailer it just yeah. seems a lot more I say realistic, like I have any idea about what gang life is like. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in a gang. I don't know about yeah. gang life. But my assumptions and put, you know, we're not stupid. We live in London. Yeah. We get a feel of, of it. Course. I of course. hate. I don't like the one sidedness of it. And I also um, um, have noticed that in a lot of mainstream projects, black gangsters, when they're introduced, they're shown as not being organised and being a bit bumbling and stupid exactly. and kind exactly. of buffoonish. And yes. I kind of, and even though, again, it's the irony, don't want gang stories about black people. However, if we're going to be in them, let's not just also be stupid about well, it because the reality is that we do know there are gangs that operate, right, you know, of all cultures exactly. that do quite well being gangs, as it were. So, exactly. I and that's what I, in the trailer, I thought, okay, seeing Lucien um, um, Sope, and, and I haven't, no. you're not in the trailer, are you? But, no, no. but knowing that you're in it, I'm just like, yeah, this seems a bit more honest yeah. a bit more real and an equal footing which is all we want fair representation within these things whether we like the narrative or not type of thing well exactly and they've also done a really good job the team of not over glamorizing and also not presenting that version of gangs that you've just said about the bumbling i was just saying to somebody that the house that the wallaces live in you would never in a million years think the head of the crime, you know, the biggest crime family in London would live in it, for example. Exactly. When I think of gangs, I mean, maybe embarrassingly, I, you know, you sort of maybe think of marble counters and, you know, palatial pads with pillars and stuff. But this is unassuming Regency in Southwest London. So it's, it's, they found a really good balance of not being kind of like bumbling messy, like you said, yeah. and, or over glamorizing and, make, and making it, you know, sh desirable and chic. Yeah. It's, it's just normal, fair, it's, it's exactly what you just said. And I think that's the 
the, the I think that's a, a really good like secret sauce. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally really excited because I do love a gangster show. I mean, I'm, I'm, a bag of, I'm a bag of hypocrisy, whatever. We all are humans. But, um, and also going back to the fact that you're saying that your character, what's her name, sorry? Shannon. Shannon, Shannon yeah. Yeah, so going back to that, Shannon's not a dolly bird, I'm assuming, and she's not like a gangster's mole. She's going to have her own character, yeah. strength, and yeah. spunk, yeah. as we call it. So, exactly. yeah. Exactly. I'm excited for this. Me really too. I hope you enjoy it. No, I, I'm, I'm literally, I, know, I feel like I am because I, the trailer really sold, really sold mm. it for me. Um, but it looks um, cinematic, doesn't it? Very cinematic and very glossy. And I think, because one of my favourite films is Lock Stock. But it's, it's got that cheeky, chappy vibe, which we like, we love. But this, I don't want to say that it's Americanized because that's not fair, but it does yeah. have that gloss that sometimes British yeah. productions don't have. Yeah. And it's it is what we are used to the American gloss, so it's... Yes, it looks expensive. Yes, well that's... Yeah. You know, let's be real, it does, it yeah. does. From what I've heard from people who've seen it, that it's, like, it's, it's sort of addictive, it's, it is that kind of show that you want to press yeah. next episode. It just, it, it grabs you and it's just, even I mean the first, you'll see the first, the opening frame is cool. As soon as I saw the opening frame of the show, I was like, okay, I'm in. And I'm in the bloody thing and I don't like watching stuff, but I would watch this show. I was, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely. Like they just kind of pitched it really well, I think. That's right. Just to quickly, I have to mention Real because I saw yeah. uh, that I have seen. Yes. Fully loved. Love Aki as well. Love How, I mean, it's such love a simple, beautiful story and not to disrespect or anything. Not mm. much goes on, but so much happens. I know it was it was at um, London Film Festival last year, and I think there were plans for the release this year. What's happening with it for this year? Well, it was yes, it was supposed to come out in four days, and of course, yeah. because of Corona, it's been it's been delayed. So hopefully, later on the year, it'll get its moment in the sun. Because I just think he's he's just brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. And like you said, not much happens, but it happens. Yeah. We always said when we were doing, it, we were like, it's like having. It's just like watching people with a fly on the wall camera. That's kind of the vibe that we were. Honestly, and the boy that plays my son in the film, he's my son in Gangs of London, which is- Oh, wow, nice. Yeah, did Gangs of London, which was just amazing. He's such a little star. Yeah, real, I mean, I've, I've seen that too, which I normally don't, but I was like, I'm gonna watch it because it's yeah. my friend and it's, and I was just blown away. I mean, it was, it was a 12 day shoot. Beautiful. And you would never think that it was a 12 day on a sort of small budget film and it's yeah. that's all down to Aki and yeah I, I, I'm, I'm really proud of it I'm really proud of that I'm, and also yeah. a film with two black leads is great I mean again with yeah. that burden on our shoulders it's like yeah. representation of black love and it's not yeah. often it doesn't always go that way so I was like I inhaled it and loved it and just because you guys chemistry was so honest as well I could I know this conversation I know this relationship and stuff like that so it's just yeah. very London yes. um, and you're both dealing with real struggles and it's not, it wasn't like a struggle, black struggle thing. It was just like a no. love struggle. Exactly, exactly. You're just, you're just watching two people who happen to be black yeah. fall in love and live their daily life and exactly. their struggles and whatever. And, and that's the beauty about it. It's nothing's kind of over-processed or over, colour isn't even mentioned. Yeah, you know, exactly. So it's just like two people. Yeah. So I can't wait for that. Hope I'm looking forward to whenever that gets released because um, yeah. we're definitely going to get full whack behind it. Um, and just quickly, because can you brain dump what's made you sad recently, what's made you mad recently, and what's made you glad recently? So we go with sad first. Okay, sad. 
definitely how many people are losing their lives over coronavirus. It's just, it feels like it's heartbreaking. And I've had friends who have lost relatives and mm-hmm. parents. It's a very serious and heartbreaking thing that we're going through. Mad, uh, I went to the supermarket and the way people have been behaving in the supermarkets and not leaving any food and overbuying. And it's just, I just cannot engage because it's just like the selfishness is is so rife and I was just I was mad and disappointed and that's quite sad as well I guess because people just don't you know they're just thinking about themselves and then glad glad that Gangs of London is coming out and people can watch it and be distracted from coronavirus Yay! <laughs> for me that's very glad with that thank you <laughs> but, um thank you so much people sorry it was rushing to you for ages but um gotta go but thank yeah, you so much thank um, you I'll be sharing and letting people know about Gangs of London so I'll tag you somewhere in perfect order. thank you so much yeah well, take care and stay safe and you too my love look forward to seeing you in the real world yeah yay yeah. All right. thank you no take care. Care. thank you bye bye, bye.